Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Oh, Listen to the voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only. Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Amen. Back in business, too, man. Whew. Man, how good is God? I mean, really, if you think about it, in spite of all that's going down in your life, first of all, it could be worse. But secondly, sometimes you have to remember, and I've just had to have this conversation with myself this morning. That's how I'm fresh on this one right here. When a challenge faces you, or you're going through a difficult moment, or you didn't hit a bump in the road, in the middle of that, if you can manage to be grateful, it will take you a long way. Gratitude is a powerful resource. If you can be grateful in the middle of it, gratitude is a powerful resource. When it's dim for you, and it got a little bumpy on the road, and you ran into some obstacles and you didn't ran up into some detour signs and your journey ain't smooth as it was last week or, or last year. You got to be grateful for the things that are going right and that have gone right and for the thing that's wrong right now to get right. Man, can I share that with you? Man, is that a tough one to learn. It is for me. It has been one of my toughest challenges is to learn how to be grateful because it's a powerful resource, but how to be grateful in moments of despair when it ain't going right. See, here's a mistake I would make. See, when something go wrong, I want to focus on the wrong so much in an attempt to fix it. But even then, the focus ain't always in the fix it. The focus becomes, man, this is bad. 
man, I can't believe this is happening. Why this keep going down? That doesn't fix anything. You know, uh, mealing over it, going over what's wrong, explaining it, sharing it with your friends, you know, making it sound worse than it is, tell the story for pity from other people. All of that right there has nothing to do with the fix. Sometimes you're just mulling over it. You're just making it worse. You're just making it a bigger problem. You're manifesting it into your atmosphere. You're putting it out there in your spirit. Now all of a sudden it consumes your day. Next thing you know, you're having a bad day. If you're having a bad day, it's because you've been having some bad thoughts. So what I've had to learn how to do and what I'm working on this morning is I'm working on this situation that didn't cropped up. I was going kind of smooth here for a minute, and now I didn't got real bumpy in the road, you know, and all this here. So what I'm thinking about now, though, is even though I've hit a bump in the road, and even though I done ran into a detour, and even though I, I've hit this lull, I've, I'm going down into a valley, I ain't up on the peak, can I not still be grateful for all the things that God has given me, for all the things he's done for me, for all the things he's brought me through, and realizing that even this that's happening to me again is going to pass too. He gonna get me through that too. Come on, man. God is a good God, man. It's a lot to be grateful for. So while I'm tripping on this bump in the road I didn't hit, what I gotta remember is all the things he's done for me. And like I say, my saying is joy and depression cannot reside in the same place. So instead of being down about this new bump in the road, if I'm constantly filling my mind with the thoughts of how good he's been to me, of what all he's done for me, of all the things he's brought me through, of all the blessings he's presented me with. When I go down that list, I really don't have a lot of time to mull over the situation. Now, do I have to fix this bump in the road? Of course I do. Are there some things I'm going to have to do to straighten it out? Of course it is. But Steve, just go on and get the business of doing it and straighten it out. What you mulling over and worrying about it for? You know, old people, I heard old people say something when I was growing up in the church. They say, if you're going to pray about it, don't worry about it. But if you're going to worry about it, don't pray about it. That's an amazing thing. And prayer just happens to be my weapon of choice. Now, it ain't always been that way. I want you to understand that. My first weapon of choice was you do it to me, I do it to you. You call me out, I call you out. You say something bad about me, I've tried to find you and say something bad about you. That was my weapon in the past. How did that work out for you, Steve? Not so good. Because you know what? I spent a lot of time fighting back, kicking back, swinging back, when I could have spent all that time climbing. See, all you're trying to do at the end of the day, folks, is have a better life than the one you got. All you're trying to do is improve your position in life. You know, it's not my business to make sure you don't get where you're going. I ain't got no time for that. It's not my job to assure that you ain't as high as me. I ain't got no time for that. Your real mission and purpose is to have the best life that you can have, to ascend to the highest plateau that you can get to, to make your family as comfortable as you can, to provide as much as you can for your family, but legally. See, those of us that are sitting up here trying to come up with sideways, you can ask a couple million men sitting in prison today how they wish they hadn't have done that. And they'll tell you, oh, man, I wish I never had did it. I knew not to go down there. 
something told me not to go down there. Man, if I could change things, I would. But they sitting somewhere doing some time that had they made another decision, they wouldn't have to do. Now, that don't make them throw away people. Nah, man, because everybody make mistakes, and God is in the forgiving business. And some of us have done some things that really broke the law and a whole lot of other things and deserved to do some time, but through the grace of God, we didn't. But now we sit up here and we pass judgment on people who got to do some. Man, I don't care. I don't care what you've done. God can forgive anything. But our position, our motivation in life is to try to have the best life we can have and provide for those around us and make it comfortable. If that's your ambition, you don't have time to worry about or concern yourself with another person. And I wasted time doing that. And that's not the way to get it done. It's simply mind to your business. Taking care of you and getting yourself right and tight is 24-7. So that's a full-time job. So what I had to learn was, and what I've, the reason I've chosen prayer as, as my weapon of choice now, is that now prayer helps me that I don't have to fight back. Now, if I get cornered, I'm going to fight you. I, I, I ain't even going to lie to you. And I'm still working on some things that trigger me, you know, you, you know, you, you know, and 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 so I'm 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 slowly getting better at that. But I've learned that my weapon of choice is prayer now. So when it happens ugly for me, I pray about it. When it get tight and dismal for me, I pray about it. And the thing about prayer, man, is prayer changes things. Yes, it does. Now, read about it and try it. That's the deal, okay? Come on. Prayer is a wonderful weapon. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, I need it. It's it's not like a need. Well, it is a need. I need your undivided attention. Why? Because it's about to go down. Steve Harvey Morning Show. Every damn morning. We here every morning, now, day off, and time. You cut it on, here we is. Woo, that's how I like to start a show, boy. My father always said, improper grammar gets everybody's attention. Then say what you want. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey Morning Show. Shirley Strawberry. Hey, oh, Shirley, quit rolling your eyes. I got to end my head is spinning. You can't I know, see but that you, you, Shirley, you need to learn some things. Stop acting bush. Carla for real. Everybody. Good morning, Good morning everybody. Yeah, buddy. Everybody. What's up? Everybody. Look who's back. Junior. Yes, sir. Hey, morning, man, where the hell you been? You know where I've been trapped in Houston. Yeah, without that, he a- got trapped in Houston <laughs> in the snow and with his family. Yeah. <laughs> Woo, rough week. Jay Anthony Brown. Good week. Good starting off a full week of work, Steve. Glad to be here. <laughs> a full week of work. I'm here and accountable. Yes, sir. Ready to do it. Ready. Yeah. I'm oh, so ready. Man. Yeah. Huh, We're all full here. Week of work. We're all here. Well, Anyone else you want to uh, right? introduce? Anybody else here? 
life. We know. That's her point. She yeah. breasts her case. Oh, well, because I don't know why he all. What happened? His power went out again. His power went out again in Houston. He couldn't reach the plug. Light switch too high. Somebody set the router box on top of a cabinet or something. None of that is Where funny. Is None of it. None. <laughs> Look at Team Tommy None taking up for his friends. None, None of it. None of it. Mm. Not, none of it. <laughs> well, where is he then, Team Tommy? Where is he? He don't know. Uh, he didn't check with me. I don't know where he is. He didn't check with me. Oh, 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 oh Team Tommy backing out. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't check with you. He ain't he all the way committed. <laughs> team yeah. Tommy ain't all the way in shape. Yeah. I ain't finna do lose team my Tommy. job behind Tommy. <laughs> Did you call him and wake him up this morning? Uh, yeah, but the phone just rung and rung and rung. Oh. <laughs> you are loyal. You are loyal, aren't you? <laughs> you better lie. Cover yes. the lie. <laughs> Tommy's yeah. on assignment. How about that? Oh. Yes. Yeah. That's good. Good, huh? He's on assignment, Uncle Steve. On assignment. Oh, yeah. Assignment, okay. assignment yeah. for what? <laughs> Ain't nobody heard nobody stupid to be on assignment for them. All right, coming up in 32 minutes. You don't think Owen got a whole lot of other people could be on assignment? <laughs> don't they hire no damn Tommy to be on assignment? Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, any stories for the weekend, Steve, you want to tell us about? No, I just watched some new shows, so... Oh, some oh, really? to entertainment really? news, though. Oh, you are hitting. Uh-huh. Okay. What, what, what new shows are you watching? Oh, uh, this show called The Bridgertons. <laughs> <laughs> that is not new. Are <laughs> <laughs> you just now him. watching it? <laughs> huh? Are you yeah. just now watching that? Because it's not new. No. It just showed up on my screen. <laughs> What is you talking about a year? This Steve, show ain't been, been out no year. We've been I talking just, about this show forever. What? Yes. It just showed up on my screen. Look, my profile on my Netflix say, Steve, I'm watching narcos, killing, yes. drugs, yeah. war. Yeah, we yeah. watch all of that. You uh-huh. know, I ain't got no pop-up, no Steve suggestions for you. I just saw new, n- new to me. Uh-huh. And Bridgerton's was on there, and I started watching it. Uh-huh. And there's no S on the end. It's, yeah, it's just Bridgerton. And well, there's more been, than one of them. They've already, been, <laughs> they've already been renewed for a second season, Steve. Yeah. A second yes. season? Yes. 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 It's so yes. good. Yes. When I first watched it, I didn't even know it was another episode. I thought it was a movie. <laughs> so you can see my heart went when it went next episode and went right into it. I love it. You ain't, you ain't got to yeah. skip intro or none uh-uh, of that. I love countdown. Right yeah. Now. yeah. All right. Well, okay. Well, welcome to Bridgerton. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, <laughs> time for, yeah, I know, right? Time for uh, Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey. Uh, this one is from Colette in Minnesota. Colette says, I'm 29. I'm dating a 31-year-old man I met online. He's very shy and self-conscious, and I've been trying to get him to relax. 
It's been four months. So I brought up sex to him, and he said I should lower my expectations because he's sure I've had much better than him. So we had sex, and I had to have it extremely dark in my room before he'd get naked. But when I tell you that this man put it down, he put it down. He has no idea what he's working with. How can I help with his self-confidence? Oh, so you fell for the okie doke. Right, exactly. Oh, you don't see, you don't know the game. Uh He lowered your expectations and then exceeded them. Mm -hmm. See, you was looking for little or nothing. Yeah. All this, you know, low expectations, shy, Mm -hmm. cut the lights way out. (laughs) Then he came in there with hammer. (laughs) Now she sprung. Now you sprung. (laughs) Tricks on you. Yeah. Tricks is tricks is for kids, silly rabbit. Uh, yep. <laughs> Under the yeah. overperformed. Yeah, uh, you, uh, you ain't you ain't you, go. you ain't right. got to work on him for nothing. That's yeah, his game. Yeah, he done yeah. figured that out. Plenty of self confidence. Thank yeah. you. That's all that is, oh, baby. That's game. I believe it. I believe cut it. the lights out. Cut the lights out, cause I don't uh-huh. want you to see what I'm. What's finna happen to you your ass? <laughs> yeah, you cut them lights out. <laughs> Bam! Uh, <laughs> Ooh, all right, yo. <laughs> Woo, he put it down. All right, Glenn in Brooklyn says, uh, I'm 27, and after my dad died, I moved in with my mother. She invited my older sister and her four-year-old twins to move in, too. My sister and I work full-time, and we pay mom's bills. My sister also pays my mom to keep her kids. When we get home from work... The house is always a total wreck. My mom says it's our job to keep up, uh, to clean up, and she constantly nags us. We pay all the bills and buy all the food. My sister even does all the cooking. Are we asking too much to come home to a clean house? (laughs) Maybe you ain't never kept no kids before. Right. Kids, as soon as you clean up an area, they mess it right back up. Mm -hmm. Now, your mama done put her time in with you and the daughter. First of all, you know, y'all moving in, y'all call yourself moving in and helping, but y'all really just move back in. Now, y'all in her house, mm-hmm. you know. So they need to Now, y'all, them. y'all, your, your sister figures she got a built-in babysitter, but that's all she doing. Your mom ain't doing nothing else. And yeah, it is too much for you to ask her to keep a clean house. Somebody give a damn about you paying the bills. You could have paid the bills at your own house. Because you pay bills, dog. You can't come in there and tell your mama to clean up her house. Probably, yeah. you, you ain't the head of this house, homie. You gave that up. Another cleaning bill. Another bill. Of yeah, and who do bill. that anyway? What? Move, Move back in, in with their mama. Their mother. Show sure ass keep moving. Well, I, I mean, in that yeah. part, after the dad. The dad passed, passed away. away, yeah. So maybe Mom. Okay. All right. Not Hannah in Cleveland, we're moving on. Hannah says, I'm a 36-year-old woman. I've been with an ungrateful man for three years. He moved in with me a year after we met. He mentioned marriage, so I stayed on my A-game, trying to be the perfect girlfriend. Then our relationship shifted, and he started pointing out things I didn't do right, like if his toast was too dark. I got fed up, and I finally asked what his intentions are for me slash us. He said, I'm a good woman, but not quite marriage material yet. Should I keep trying to woo him or kick his ASS out? You're not marriage material. In the words of Judge Lynn Toler on my show, Mm -hmm. don't let a man 
have to tell you twice he don't want you. That's true. You not You're really woman, wife but, material. Yeah. So what makes him husband material? You just said he's ungrateful. She put in that time. Mm-hmm. But see, here's the problem, though. Mm-hmm. A lot of women put in time and try to hang in there so the time don't get wasted. Well, yes. if things don't change for you right now, do you want three more years of what Please. you had? Right. Or do She'll you want to cut your losses and walk off? Please, cut her losses. And quit letting the dude undervalue you. Right. You are enough, okay? Right. Man, Please. stop all that, ladies. Yes. Mm-hmm. You ain't you ain't married. That's another thing. Let me And he sh- he should be trying to woo her. She shouldn't be trying to woo him. Right. Facts. Uh-huh. <laughs> Upon facts. All right, thank you CLO. Great advice as always. Coming up next, Reverend Motown and Reverend Adnoid with today's church complaints and announcements right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with our national news. And in entertainment news, we'll have a recap of iHeart Radio Living Black. Did you guys get a chance to check it out? Yes. We'll tell you. Yeah, we'll tell you about that. We'll also tell you why uh, New York Senator AOC was in Houston over the weekend. And Kim Kardashian, yes, has officially filed from, for divorce from Kanye. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, it is Monday. And it's time for church complaints with Reverend Motown and special guest Reverend Adnoid. I believe I hear him Ugh. breathing already. Wow. We are here. Oh, Def Jam is out. And as you can probably hear in the background, uh, his replacement is the nasally. Uh, Reverend Adnoid, <laughs> who are going to take over yeah. for church complaints as we begin. Let us begin, begin and begun now. Come on, Adnoid. Good morning, everybody. These are today's, oh. these are not church complaints. These are not announcements. These are from the kindergarten kids on Zoom. They have some religious questions for you. These are from the kids. The little kids oh, wow. want to know. Amen. Praise, the praise the Lord yes. for the yes. inquisitive yes. minds of yes. the youngins. <laughs> youngins, the youngins. The first question is, is this. Here's the first question. Mm-hmm. If Jesus was alive, if Jesus was alive, we need you to answer these questions. If Jesus was alive, would he have a website? They want to know if Jesus was alive, <laughs> would he have a website? What do you think? Well, no, that. God... <clears throat> Don't need no website because okay. prayer is the only way to yes. get through. Amen. Uh, okay. Websites okay. crash. Okay. <laughs> God is available okay. at all times. Websites okay. re- rely on Wi-Fi. <laughs> God okay. is the creator the Jesus, of the Wi-Fi. <laughs> okay. Amen, Pastor. Amen yes. again, Pastor. Question you the little children. Know your words. A question from the little ones. They want to know, if Jesus was alive, would Jesus be on TikTok and would he post a selfie? That's what they want to know. They want to ask, ask you answer that question. If, was alive, if Jesus posts a selfie, it's uh-huh. going to be shocking because uh-huh. that means he back. 
And with that in mind, question. These are from y'all the children. can all know I'm not too adnoid. Listen, okay. Okay. the St. Okay. Joe segment is our segment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now go Amen, ahead. Pastor. You're so in a hurry. Go ahead. Are you Are you through now? Now you're through. Now you're through. Now you, are you through. Okay, here we go. If Jesus was alive, they want to know, children want to know, if Jesus was alive, would he sell T-shirts? That's what they want to know. They're asking you these questions. They're asking me. Would he sell T-shirts? Why would the Lord sell T-shirts when he can turn water into wine? Come on, Pastor. Huh? Okay. Uh, yeah. He performed okay. miracles, not printing duties. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, hey, man, Pastor. All right. Not printing duties. Are you finished? Okay, these are from the kids. You you directing these to me, but they're not. I'm not the one asking these questions. I hear anger well, well, in your well, voice well, towards well, son, me. You know, you, you're a deacon. You a reverend yourself. Okay. You took the question from the kids the and you brought them to me. The you could have told the kids yourself. But here we go. Here we go. No, they said, ask the pastor. I'm asking the pastor. If Jesus was alive. You, you, you losing your Jesus voice, Adnoid. You sound like I'm not Jay. losing anything. If Jesus was alive, would he have a private jet? They want to know, would he have a private <laughs> jet? That's all they're asking you. Why asking you would to... Jesus need uh-huh. a private jet? <laughs> When the Lord is ever present, mm-hmm. He's there for you take uh-huh. off. Yes. He's there when you okay. land. He's yes. in the air if okay. you need Him. On, How God is everywhere. Yes. yes. I hear anger. Yes, sir. I hear anger at me, and these are the kids asking these questions. But I don't know why you anger at me. Here comes another question from the children. They want to know. If Jesus was alive, would Jesus, if Jesus was alive, would Jesus have on a fancy suit or would he still wear the robe that he's wearing today? Would he, that's what they want to know. They're asking you. They need to know. They're asking you. a wardrobe question. Jesus. Pastor, take your time. Cloves the lilies of the field. Amen. Yes, he did. He put feathers on the birds uh-huh. that fly. He robed Solomon. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. There is no more beautiful dresser than the yes. garment master himself. Yes, sir. Creator of all I colors and creations. Yes, sir. I hope it ain't a matter what he wearing. Uh-huh. It's when mm-hmm. he coming. And that time <laughs> no man knows. Don't worry about what he gonna have on. Make sure you got okay. the word on when he I'm show up. So Amen. Much anger at me, and I'm the, I don't know why. I'm trying to figure out. I don't why. like talking to Death Jam's replacement. I don't, I don't like, I'm he ain't here, and you here once a month. That's what the hell was. Okay. Well, here come another question. Here we go. They want to know if Jesus was alive, if Jesus was alive, would he charge for fish dinners? If he would he do that, because that's what the church do. He want to know. The Lord don't need your money. (laughs) This is the Lord. This ain't a church. Now, if this Uh was a great Uh amount, give a lot. Yeah, we need to charge for Uh these fish sandwiches Uh because we've got to put some money in the building fund. Uh Okay. But the Lord do miracles. He don't do payments. Wow. Okay. Wait a minute. Here we go. Another question. I'm 
Can we just take a pause and like drop some of the anger that's coming toward <laughs> me? Can we take a take a, a quick pause and like get some of that anger out toward me? Here we go. Next question. If Jesus was alive, would Jesus have a convention? That's what they want to know. These are the questions they're asking. They want to know what Jesus asked about a convention. <laughs> would, would Jesus have a convention? Oh, uh, the the second coming. Oh, Reverend. Okay. And it uh-huh. won't be a convention. It's won't gonna be, a, be a it's gonna be a rapture. <gasps> Let the okay. church say okay. amen. 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 Couple more questions. Yeah, Couple more questions. If Lord, Jesus if, you want more questions. if Jesus was if Jesus was alive, would he have an iPhone or Android? What do you think he would have? Would he have an iPhone or would he have Android? Which one which one do you think? <laughs> Lord is not going to be trying to get on a payment plan with AT&T or T-Mobile. You're going to mess around and get all your phones shut off. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. 700 for a headache. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, in trending news, thanks to everyone who checked out iHeartRadio's Living Black. It was a great black history celebration of our black culture and our excellence. Uh, Powerful conversations and performances from Kirk Franklin, Janae Aiko, Killer Mike, Mary J. Blige, Tamika Mallory, and Donnell Rawlings. Um, Our very own Carla Farrell's Walmart Salute to Black Business Owners video was also featured. Right, right. Yay! Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. If you missed it, please go to steveharveyfm.com slash black to check it out, okay? Oh, we have to also give a shout out to Shirley because she did all the voice work and introducing the artists and all that. Our very own Shirley Strawberry. (laughs) (laughs) You know. Congratulations. It was was good, though. It was was fun and good. Yeah, very informative. Yeah, very good Good to see our artists in uh, different arenas, you know. Yes. Speaking their minds and stuff like that, being topical, all of that. Again, if you missed it, go to steveharveyfm.com slash livingblack to check it out. Now, in other trending news, Texas Senator Ted Cruz posted pictures of himself handing out a case of water to his constituents. Mm, really, really. <laughs> One case. Yeah. And many Texans' reaction to the posts were, uh, it's too late. Meanwhile, over the weekend, Democratic New York Congresswoman AOC, that's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, was on the ground working and volunteering in Houston, along with other Texas Democratic leaders. She also raised over, get this number, $4 million for victims of the winter storm. And even though Texas is considered a Republican state, AOC received a very huge and very warm welcome. Yes. Mm. Yeah. All right. All right, Ted Cruz. Uh Hey, you know what I think? I think it's going to happen. I think if if we get this voter registration right and we turn Texas blue, Mm -hmm. Lord have mercy. Uh Uh Mm -hmm. Let's go, Mm -hmm. Texas. We got to vote. Let's go. Next year, we it starts all over again. Definitely. Terms. Yes. And if it was, if the election was held tomorrow, he'd be gone. He would be gone. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. He would so. be gone. After that right stunt. Then. 
after that's yeah, done. After that. Yeah. yeah. You're you're in the trenches with your people. Yeah. That's you yeah, know, that's right why on. they elected you because you, you represent you lead by them. example. Yeah, yeah, you represent them. Exactly. Now, I have a question, Shirley. What airline uh, was Ted on that was going to Cancun? The one I I've worked, they wouldn't leave nobody. They wouldn't let nobody leave. So <laughs> what United. airline was his ass? Yeah, it was United. Yeah. It was on United. In Houston, you know he was on United. Yeah. It wasn't private, I do know that. Yeah. No. But he did uh, have an escort to the airport. He used the police to escort him wow. to the airport. Crazy. Wow. See yeah, where your tax dollars sound. are going? See? Mm-hmm. You know, man, that dude. Mm-mm. And, man, if they let this go, I'm going to be majorly disappointed. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we just got to do what we do, Steve, what we do here at the Steve Harvey Morning Show, and that's encourage people to get out and vote. And they saw it made a difference in this last presidential election, and we can continue. Let's not stop. Keep this momentum going for sure. Finally, as we move on, Kim Kardashian West has officially filed for divorce from Kanye, and uh, she said that Kanye's mental health issues will not have an impact on any of their shared custody agreement for their four children because there's always been a safety in place with other caretakers and family members around the children with him, and she trusts Kanye with the kids because he's a good father. So there you go with that, okay? Okay. He's not a yeah. good husband for her. Yeah. Not worth it. All right, okay. No, I mean, you know, he, he, he is a good dad, man. He really is. All right, Steve. Ladies let's and go. gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Okay, here we go. Well, a former New York City police officer's dying wish was to have a letter that he'd written made public. It's a letter in which he admits to having had a hand in the conspiracy to assassinate Malcolm X. The undercover cop was named Ray Wood. His cousin is Reggie Wood. This letter details his, the FBI, and the NYPD's involvement in the assassination of Malcolm X and how he was forced to betray his people. He conspired to help the NYPD assassinate Malcolm X. He wanted the world to know that he is deeply sorry. Now, the NYPD stands for New York City Police uh, Department. Ray Wood says that his job was to make sure that Malcolm's closest bodyguards were implicated in some sort of crime and under arrest the day that Malcolm was murdered. And Wood says he's helped implicate other innocent black men in their fight for civil rights over years at the bidding of white law enforcement. Attorney Benjamin Crump, others calling on the Manhattan DA and members of the Congressional Black Caucus to investigate Ray Wood's confession and the U.S. government's potential role in the assassination of Malcolm X. Reggie Wood says he's carried the information around with him for 10 years, afraid of what the government might do to him and his family if they found out what he knew. Yesterday was the 56th anniversary of Malcolm X's assassination. In Washington this week, House Democrats expected to give the okay to Mr. Biden's trillion-dollar COVID relief package on Friday. That's when they take a vote. However, it looks like the GOP uh, may not go along with the $15 minimum wage, and they might have to give that up to get them to just, you know, be nice and play nice. After Friday's vote, the measure goes to the Senate, where it's a 50-50 split between the Dems and the Republicans. But if all the Democrats are on board, they can pass the bill without any GOP support since Vice President Kamala Harris can cast the deciding and tie-breaking vote. Dr. Anthony Fauci says although the nation's COVID numbers are getting better and better, he doesn't foresee any early changes in the way Americans have been told to protect themselves, you know, the masks and stuff. Donald Trump slated to address the Conservative Political Action Conference on Sunday. According to ABC News, he's going to make his first major public appearance since leaving office at the CPAC conference in Orlando. 
He's expected to talk about the future of the GOP and the conservative movement. By the way, CNN says that former Vice President Pence declined an invitation to speak at the right-wing gathering. And finally... Yeah, talking about Ted Cruz was cruising. Looks like right-wing Texas Republican Cruz still seen in a negative light ever since it was discovered that he took his family on impromptu vacation to Mexico as the bulk of his constituents were dealing with no electricity, sub-freezing temperatures, forced to boil snow for drinking and cooking with close to 30 storm-related deaths. This is Ann Tripp. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, as you heard at the top of the show, Junior is back from Texas yes, and yes, just yes. in time, just in time with the belated Valentine's Day poem. Take it away, Junior. Yes. Well, Valentine's back. Day. Yeah, well, yeah. Carl, I wasn't here. I was, I was snowed in and, you know, the well, person. Well, damn. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the 21st. <laughs> it's, it's 22nd. 22nd. That's why it's belated. That's why it's belated, Steve. That's why it's belated. But, you know, this is for the person that I didn't get to give Valentine's to. And uh, I just had to write a poem. This is really just an apology to her. So this is this is what it's called. <laughs> belated Valentine's Day poem. So that's it. <laughs> that was so deep. Genius. Yeah. Genius. yeah. Came up with that. Um, here it goes. Uh, sorry I missed Valentine's, but I was waiting on the President's Day sale. Uh they looked and noticed I missed the day and they said to myself, oh, well, so maybe I'll get you some sheets or a blender would be nice. <laughs> Candies and flowers are good, but have you seen the prices? Oh, no. <laughs> Why did they make these two days so close, close together? They got half off on underwear. Then you get a sale like that? Never. <laughs> so happy Valentine's Day, baby, and I mean that from my heart. But I guess I got to early this morning to get your gift. And uh, that's because when the sales end, that's when they're going to start. So happy Valentine's Day, the end. That's it. That's all welcome I back, Junior. That's all I had for it. I, I, I probably don't even have a relationship after this, that's but great, it don't man. matter yeah. no more. Came back and nailed it. <laughs> no, he didn't. This eight-day-old did. poem. Yeah. 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 yeah that's actually well. one of the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, you know, it, it's hard when you when you're in pain like that and you didn't miss Valentine's Day. Like yeah. you and your girl got Valentine's Day in. We we didn't. Uh-huh. We, we didn't get it. In. You were snowed so, in. It, so you're you speaking. Was, was it bad, Steve? Pain. Because it was late, or was it bad because it it's was both. bad? Which one? It was, was bad it? both ways. <laughs> late and bad, and then you know that old snowed in excuse. You might want to hear all that. <laughs> so, what, so what I was supposed to do? Uncle, I, I don't know. Do I don't that. know what you were supposed to. do. Women don't care. So was I supposed to slide? Snowed in, walk. <laughs> get a dog team, snowmobile, do something. Get, some, get a bob A dog, dog team in a the dog city? Team. Dog, <laughs> women don't care. Well, Steve, okay, put on your CLO hat and just help him. Help him get, get her back, get his girl back. anything I could do? Is it possible? Yeah. Anything? I don't know, man. You, you know anybody that can cook? Me? I'll cook you guys something. Mm. Yeah, I got somebody to cook. I could, I could dinner. I can do that. Yeah. Well, just ignoring like I didn't say anything. Like I, didn't I know good cooks because I said, I, "Do you know somebody who can cook?" And you said me, and the whole room got quiet. Yeah, we don't <laughs> know what to like, say. <laughs> I wasn't trying to shut it down. All right. Um, <laughs> Coming up at 34, thank you, Junior. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, rumor has it Ted Cruz left his pet dog at home while they went to Cancun. We'll talk exclusively to Cruz's dog right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Well, word has it that uh, Texas Senator Ted Cruz left his pet dog home alone when oh, he and the family yeah. went to Mexico. Um, and as luck would have it, our very own J. Anthony Brown has an exclusive Steve Harvey Morning Show interview with the family dog. Take wow. it away, Jay. This wow. is great. All yeah, right, right, all right, on the phone. So, first of all, do I call you Snowflake, Mr. Snow, or do I call you Snow? Which one is comfortable for you, sir? Well, you, uh, well, you just go ahead and call me Snow because that's what, that's what I got. I got Snow. <laughs> what? Okay, all right. <laughs> Okay, all right. Well, when did you know they were going to Cancun? Okay. I didn't have any idea they were going nowhere, you know, because I, you know, I hear that word around the cruise house a whole lot. What word was that? What word was that you heard around the house? Cancun. <laughs> you heard Cancun in the cruise's house? A lot? Yeah, you know, it seemed like every day, you know. <laughs> I'm done. Wow. Wow. Uh, well, how did you... How did you feel about the fact that that they left you? How did you feel about that? What, what, well, I mean, like? you know, matter of fact, you know, I, I felt really bad. I mean, pardon the pun, but you doggone shame. <laughs> <laughs> the pun is accepted, and, and pardon the pun again, I wouldn't treat a dog the way they treated you. I really wouldn't. That was unbearable. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, were you, were the cruises, because they left you, I didn't understand. Were they always standoffish like this? You know, did did you, I mean, were they always this kind of way with you? I mean, Well, you know, you know, you're talking about leaving me. You know, I, I, I really thought me and Ted were tight, you know. I mean, you know, we used to go on mm-hmm. hunting trips. You know, we played fetch with the stick. You know, and then when his mm-hmm. wife Heidi, you know, she ain't a looker, you know, according to Trump no more. But, you know. <laughs> She's a dog. You know, you know, but when she cooked something that he didn't like, you know, he give it to me. You know, just slide it under the table. I take care of it for her. I love the Whoa. dog snowflake. I love the dog. They left. Well, when they left, did did they leave you any food? I mean, did they leave food for you to, to like, mm-hmm. you know, just Yeah. Yeah, they left kibbles. What they leave? Kibbles. You mean you mean kibbles and bits? No, they cheap, cheap ass just left kibbles. <laughs> no bits. No bits. Yeah. What no damn bits? It's just kibbles. Just, kibbles. Just, just straight yeah. kibbles. They took the bits out of the kibbles and bits and Snatched left them the right kibbles. out of there. Damn. <laughs> damn. All right. Did they? Did they leave some water? No, 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 no. They had no water washed down them dry ass kibbles. <laughs> oh, snowflake. Oh. Damn. That's. Damn, in case you guys don't know, we're talking to Snowflake the dog, the cruises dog. Well, when did you find out that they was going to Cancun? How did you find that out? I mean. Hell, hell, I found out like everybody else. I saw it on television. (laughs) Let's go. Yeah, I I watch the news, you know, because they did leave that on for me. Okay, all right. Uh, so, uh, that's very bad. Uh, what are What are your plans? <laughs> what are your plans to get like get even with the cruises? What do you plan to do? I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna get rabies and bite everybody. Oh, thank the whole house. Like the dog. You, gonna, you plan to get rabies? I mean, what the? Yeah, yeah, I get that? it. Cause I mean, you know, I I know a b- that got it. Oh, 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 <laughs> what? Know. 
Well, well, hold on now, hold on. For those of you yeah. that don't know that, a <laughs> bitch is a female dog. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Well, it's, it's been nice talking to you, Snow. You got you got anything else up for the cruises? Anything else? Well, same here, you know. Uh, I guess anything else. Well, you know, I left a little surprise for him. Ooh. What's that? What is that? Oh, I peed on everything in there. No. <laughs> <laughs> and got a couple of little slip right, and slide surprises, nice too. <laughs> got some All little right. slip and slide on that kitchen floor for his ass when he come through that back door. Frank phone call coming up next. All right, <laughs> you know, Snow. It's been nice talking to you. Right after this. All right. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, I'm stuck between a sister and a brother. All right? Uh, But right now, Junior is here for the nephew with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Junior? Well, today, Shirley, it seems that the nephew has left us a prank phone call, and the subject is surveillance. There it is. Surveillance is what we're talking about. Okay. All right, here you go. Run it, cat. Uh, yes, I'm trying to reach a please. Yes, sir. Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach a Ms. Hello? Uh, please. Who's calling? Hello, my name is Officer from the Connor Police Department, Narcotics Division. And you, where is it called from? Police Department, Narcotics Division, ma'am. My name is Officer Okay, this I'm giving you a call. Um, there is a possibility, I'm, I'm wanting, trying to get the particulars with you. Uh, you have two sons. Do you have a one and uh-huh. Okay. Uh, there's reason to believe that there is some narcotics going on with these two gentlemen. No. Now, I wanted to speak with you about it. My understanding that you're over the crime watch, actually, in that particular area. Yes, sir. And uh, I know that uh, here lately there's been um, camp. Hello? Hello? Uh, hang on the phone. Go ahead. I'm, I'm here. It's my understanding you guys have. I know you put surveillance cameras up. Uh so you can actually get a general area of what's going on, am I right? Yes, sir. Okay. Where has been within the last week? Because what we've done is we've um, put somebody on them and watched them very closely, and we're wanting to know from you, because I understand that you are the person over the crime watch, what's going on with your two sons? Well, sir, for one thing, I don't allow drugs selling from my house, period. I don't, I don't even allow that because I am the head of the crime watch. I don't even allow people to even come back here to buy drugs. Okay. Okay. Now, I know some, some kids that's mad at my kids. They were calling the cops in my house, coming to my house and throwing rocks and everything. But I can assure you, sir, that's one thing I do not play. I do not allow people to even come back to my house. Okay. Now, are there surveillance cameras, ma'am, that are uh, pointing in any area like in your back? That's... We haven't really activated it no more. Okay. Where, where exactly were your cameras pointing? What angle were they? Uh, towards the road. Towards the road. Uh-huh. All right. Is there anything in the uh, in the backyard area of where you are? No. Okay. That's the only one we had. All right. Here's what's going on. We're actually, and I'm going to just be completely honest with you, Miss. There's a possibility of a raid coming in there because we truly believe that are having some type of contraband in that house right there. Can you just hold on for a minute, sir? Sure.
See if you can get that tech in here for Hello? me, please. Hello. Yes. Okay. Yes. Have you spoken with Sir, let me tell you one thing, okay? I will bust a if I don't even allow to come back to my house at all. I don't play that I'm the head of crime watch. I think all they need to go get a job and, and, and stop messing up their damn life. That's, that, that's what's wrong with them. Okay, and I don't play that, and, and, and I don't appreciate that. Okay. Uh, are, are there two boys there right now? Yeah, they're here. Can I speak with those guys one by one, please? You mind if I do that, Miss? They don't want to come to the phone. Nobody wants to talk to the officer of the law, huh? <sighs> uh, what do you think, Miss? I'm going to try to handle this as diligently as possible. Do you think I should come out and speak with your boys there at? No. I'm trying to avoid a raid happening. No, you ain't going to avoid because I'm avoiding my damn self. No, I'm trying to avoid a raid coming to your home, ma'am. That's what I'm trying to do. I want to call and talk to you sensible and see if I can get some things rectified here. Because right now, it seems like it shouldn't. It sh- the sh- camera should be actually pointing at your back door or your backyard so I can see what's going on there. That's what seems to be happening here. Okay. Well, do what you got to do. You know, but I'm going to go stay up. Okay. Uh well, before you do all of that, can we permit pretty much like make sure that we know what we're talking about? Do you think that they have contraband in the household? No, I don't allow that in my household. Okay. I'm a Christian woman. I don't allow that in my household. Have you beat these children before on this particular issue? Have you had problems with them in the past on this? No. All right. I don't. Uh, I, I'm just trying to square it up as quick as possible. I don't want you going through being stressed out about this particular issue. But I know that, from my understanding, you're supposed to be a law-abiding person, and you're I'm trying very to- law-abiding, very. Right. And very, you, I care very much about my community, and that's why I do not allow these things in my community. And if they're doing it, trust me, I'm going to be on as soon as I hang on this phone. Well, I don't want you to hang up just yet because i got a couple more things I want to talk to you about. Because if you need me to come over there and bust some well, with you, I'll well, do come it. Come and bust some Yeah, I need that. Come bust and I'm going to help you bust some too. Okay. I got one more thing I need to say to you. Are you listening? Yes. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You, you just got pranked. You got pranked by <laughs> and oh my goodness, I'm going to kick they behind. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that because I take that very serious. Uh, they told me. They told me you are about cleaning up the community, and they bet not be nowhere around there selling no dope. And I mean, all they got to do is look at me, and I stare at them, and they uh, automatically leave. And that's just a good thing, though. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to get you back. No, you can't get me. No, you can get You can get them. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, my goodness. I don't believe this. <laughs> <laughs> and here I'm, like, nervous. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. You re- look, you, I, I ain't want you to get off that phone because you finna go beat them boys. You... Oh, God, that's right, because that I do not play. You know, I am not about to have no cops run up in my house. Miss we need more people like you in the community that's making sure that we ain't dirtying up the neighborhood. We need you, baby. Thank you. There you go, baby. So I ain't got to ask you who you're voting for, do it. No, you don't. Well, darling, you keep doing what you're doing. I got one more thing to ask you, though. What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show Steve in the land. Steve Harvey, Tommy, <laughs> Caller, and Shirley Strawberry. <laughs> 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 you play too much. Okay. Ooh, that woman was upset. One she was day. hot. One day. Yeah, she rightfully so. Playing with her poor mm-hmm. kids. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Surveillance. That's the yeah. one we have for today. But mm-hmm. what are you saying, Jay? Ted Cruz is surveillance. That plays too much. <laughs> 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 right. Yeah. That's yeah. Ted Cruz. Uh huh. I heard. Ted you. Cruz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ted Cruz could have used surveillance. Probably still would have been here. He's so Definitely stupid, could. man. Stupid and he tries now, to but... cover 
He's yes. so, he's the most pathetic. You know, man, I'm going to tell you something, man. He had that big old bag, Steve. Talking about I didn't like Donald day. Trump, mm-hmm. but I really don't like Ted Cruz mm-hmm. because he, I mean, you know, he just, he tried to act like, at least Donald Trump just laid it out who he was. Yeah, you knew who he right. was. Right, you right. Exactly right. who he you was. Knew Donald who he was. Trump, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Cruz is a hypocritical, coward-ass liar. Liar. <laughs> I mean, right. dog, he used to be man. Trump used to call him, remember, lying Ted Cruz. Oh, yeah, man. lying Ted Cruz. That was yeah. the only thing Trump was right about, was Ted Cruz. <laughs> He was lying when he said in the interview yeah. I got on a plane. He did an interview with a local TV station in Houston, mm-hmm. and he said I got on a plane, and then that's at that moment that's when I knew right. that I made the wrong decision. If no, no, that don't sound like a lie, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what well, you got on, on a plane, plane chilling, and he was yeah. chilling so hard on that plane. My, what was he about to use? Call it. My girls was cold. It, what the whole city of Houston was cold. Every, yeah. The state the of Dallas was cold. Was cold. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> San Antonio was cold. But you sure had a big old bag when you came back for one night if you was just going yeah, down there was, to take the girls and turn yeah. back around. Only staying for one night, but he Girl, had a couple stop. of pieces of luggage. Girl, stop. That big old bag. Keep pulling the Only for a couple of pieces. Night, <laughs> Not Lula. <laughs> And his family's still down there. They show pictures of his wife on the beach. I won't tell No one has <laughs> to know. If you want to be totally discreet, I'll be at your side. <laughs> If only for one night. All right, strawberry letter up now. You Stuck between a sister and brother right after oh. this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's strawberry letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click submit strawberry letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Strawberry Letter with my good friend, Shirley Strawberry. So happy you're back, Junior. Thank Thank you. you. Subject, I'm stuck between a sister and a brother. Dear Stephen Shirley, for the past year, I have been sleeping with my best friend's little sister. When I went to college, I lost all contact with her until we reconnected last year at her brother's 4th of July party. I hadn't seen this woman since she was a young girl, and my, oh my, God aged, my, oh my, God, she, oh my, oh my, God. Oh, I get it. My, oh my God, Shirley, she's Shirley, aged like fine Shirley, wine. Yes, Shirley, Steve, sorry. You want to start old baby? Because I don't know who you, t- if you're talking about the I Lord, just, I don't know what this I know, I just couldn't figure with. that one out. God, oh God, and God. And Lord. my, oh my God. That's what he's trying to say. But I'll start over. All right, dear Stephen Shirley, for the past year, I've been sleeping with my best friend's little sister. When I went to college, I lost all contact with her until we reconnected last year at her brother's 4th of July party. I hadn't seen this woman since she was a young girl, and my, oh my God, she's aged like fine wine. 
Okay, I'm 14 years older than her, but we're all grown now. The Lord took his time with that body. That evening, we caught up, had a few drinks, shared some laughs, and as the night progressed, we ended up in her brother's coat closet. This woman did things to me that I'd never had done to me. Since then, we have become increasingly close, and we've talked about taking it to the next step. She has said... It's of utmost importance that we go about this the right way and tell her brother about us. The problem is her brother is a 6'6 bodybuilder that is very protective of his sister and he's a hothead. Because of his size, he's always ready for a confrontation over the smallest stuff. I have personally never had a disagreement with him in all of the years we've been friends, so I'm skeptical on telling him face to face. I don't want to clash with him, but I really love his sister, and it's been almost a year. The sneaking around is getting old, and I hope he can process the information in a mature manner. To put things in perspective, her brother and I are in our mid-40s, and we have been friends since the eighth grade. I never had these kinds of feelings for his sister when we were young, so I need to be clear about that up front. How should this go? Should we do it together, or should I talk to her brother alone first? Please advise. All right, so my answer is going to be short because I don't really see a major problem here. Are are you really (laughs) afraid of her brother? I mean, someone you've been friends with since the eighth grade? That should be all the more reason for you to tell him straight up. You love his sister. I know it's his sister, but you guys are no longer in elementary and high school. And his, his sister's a grown woman now. She's free to come and go and date and love whoever she pleases, um, even if it's you. Do you have a reputation of being like a bad boy or a player or something, or does he have a rep for putting his hands on all the guys that his sister dates? Because if not, you know, put your big pant, big boy pants on, go tell him what's up, just go tell him. I think she will respect and love you more if you man up and just go by yourself and don't bring her. One question though, uh, I, I get that he's 6'6", he's a big guy, he likes to fight and all that, you said that, but what is your size? You did not bring that out in the letter. You said he likes to uh, confront thing, confront people over the smallest stuff. So what is your size? Um, you failed to mention that. Is that why you're so scared to tell him? I, I just say look at it this way. The sooner you tell him, the happier she'll be because you did what you wanted her to do. Um, okay. Are you a little guy? Steve? <clears throat> Shirley read this letter as a woman. I'm going to read this letter as a man and so you can understand why this man wrote this letter. Okay. For the past year, I've been sleeping with my best friend's little sister. Right there. Right there. You already know you're out of line. You already know. Mm. You already know how we are. Because we know each other. If these dudes have been best friends, then they know each other. Mm-hmm. So now, what you doing with my little sister after I know all this about you? That's the first problem we're dealing with. Then he said, when I went to college, I lost all contact with her because we reconnected last year at her brother's 4th of July party. I ain't seen this woman since she was a young girl. Oh, my God, she done aged like fine wine. I'm 14 years older than her, but we all grown now. 
The Lord took his time with that body. That evening we caught up. Here we go. Here where the rest of it got real janky. Got caught up, had a few drinks, shared some laughs, night progress. We ended up in her brother's coat closet. Okay. All right. Now, I'm going to strongly suggest that when you do talk to him, you definitely got to leave that out. (laughs) See, see, the reason he wrote this letter, Shirley, because as a man, he know I'm dealing with my best friend who who and I have been running dirt and running women together. Now, I done went behind his back and got his little sister. Mm -hmm. And I got him at the 4th of July party and had him in his coat closet. He See, he can't tell none of this here shit. Yeah. The woman did things to me that I never had done to me before. Gonna probably need to leave that part out, too. (laughs) See, Shirley, that's why he nervous, because he got all this information. And then we come back, I'll tell you the rest of them. Okay. All right. Thank you, Steve. We'll have part two of Steve's response. Two, I'm stuck between a sister and a brother. That is the subject of today's Strawberry Letter right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, I'm stuck between a sister and a brother. Yeah, this dude got himself in the jam. He is stuck between a sister and a brother. They've been best friends. He ain't seen them since college. He go back to his friends' uh, 4th of July party, and his young sister is there. And now she got a banging body and all that. They done had some drinks and some laughs. They wind up in the closet together. Now, two things. It's your best friend's little sister, you know, and you had her in the closet, his closet, at his house. And then she did some things you you ain't never had done before. You got to leave all this information out. I don't know why you wrote it in the damn letter either. I hope you hear this letter. Now, we've become increasingly close, and we've talked about taking it to the next step. She said it's utmost important that we go about this the right way and tell her brother about us. Now, the problem is her brother's 6'6 bodybuilder that is very protective of his sister, and he's a hothead. Okay, so now, right here, you scared. Yeah. Yeah. And Shirley, and Shirley, ain't no, are you scared? He's scared. Yes. He's scared. And I'm going to tell you why in a minute. Because of his size, he's he's always ready for a confrontation over the smallest stuff. Well, this ain't small, though. See, you done got behind his back. He going to say you snuck behind his back, and you got his little sister. That's what you fitting to deal with. Now, hold up. I personally never had a disagreement with him in all these years, and we've been friends. So I'm skeptical of telling him face-to-face because I don't want to clash with him. Oh, it ain't the clash you're worried about. It's that ass-whipping you're worried about. <laughs> no, it ain't the clash. <laughs> it ain't got nothing to do with the clash, homie. What does it have to do with, Steve? It's that ass whooping you scared of taking. <laughs> that kind of rhyme. Yeah. Keyword clash ass. Uh-huh. That's all this is. But I really love his sister, and it's been almost a year. 
and the sneaking around is getting old. And I hope he can process the information in a mature manner. He ain't. He can't. He's 6'6". Six, six, he a bodybuilder. What bodybuilder you know other than Lee Haney know how to process information in a sensible fashion? <laughs> he the only nice bodybuilder I ever met. All the rest of them jacked up on steroids, which affects their mental capacity at all times. And hell yeah, oh. they hot heads, because they got steroids in their ass. Oh, okay. <laughs> he finna kick your behind, dog. He and Moose Swain, he finna beat your behind. You already know this, huh? To put things in perspective, her brother and I are in our mid-40s, and yeah. we have been friends since the eighth grade. You already know you're getting your ass whooped now. <laughs> See, you already know that. too long. Yeah, you done seen him jump on a lot of people. That's why you're scared. Yeah. Now, I never had these kind of feelings for his sister when we were young, so I need to be clear about that up front. How should this go? Well, I know how it should go, but now you know how it's going to go. And that's what you're scared about. So now, should we do it together? That's another scary-ass statement. See, you need protection. That ain't how you do it. You got to man up, dog, and go on over there and handle this yourself. You're going to have to take this ass woman like a man. Now, there's a chance he going to suck a punch you? Yeah. Should we do it together, or should I talk to her brother alone first? Please, you got to go to her brother alone. He said, hey, man, I don't want to talk to you with nobody in this room but us, because we men. See, if you take the girl in there and he's looking at his little sister, he going to knock your ass out for sure. Is he a little guy, though, you think? No, he ain't no little guy. He just ain't 6'6 six, six and no bodybuilder. Yeah, okay. You know, mm-hmm. he might be, you know, 5'10", you know, something like that. Little, little man like Tommy or something. <laughs> no. Yeah, he probably Tommy. little. He probably Tommy Whoa. size. Tommy real scary Whoa. ass, dude. Whoa. Yeah, Tommy. Or Jay size. Whatever you want to do. You can get on, throw Jay old ass in there, Tommy. I'm bigger than, Maybe, I'm okay. bigger than Tommy now. Oh, 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 now you want to be bigger than Tommy. <laughs> what happened to Team Tommy? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, n- now you know I'm your friend, look. I'm on team well, well, you know, okay, so what I'm telling you is you got to go in there and you got to say, hey, man, this is what, let me talk to you about something. Uh-huh. Now, look, man, I don't want you to handle this the wrong way, but uh-huh. me and you, we got to talk about this. Okay? Uh-huh. All right, here's the deal. Uh-huh. Hey, man, I've been, I've been talking to your sister. And we've been talking for a while now. And the first thing he gonna say is, the hell you mean talking? Been talking about what? Talking about what? Talking about well, what? What y'all been talking about? Well, we've been talking about, you know, being together. Being together like how? In what way being together? What do you mean like being together? Like going to the store and coming back to the house? <laughs> no, nah, man, no, nah, man. Like we got feelings for each other. We got to go. Yeah, now uh, right there is okay. where you probably gonna get put out. But you gonna come back. You come gonna go come too, and you'll be fine. I've been knocked out before. You don't even know it for a while. Sports talk with Junior coming up next. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for sports talk with the one and only Junior. Surely. What you got how, for us, Junior? How do I know what the hell been going on in sports? <laughs> I'm, 
Texas. Right. I've been snowed in. Last thing I heard before the power went out is we lost J.J. Watt. That's the last thing. <laughs> he took and the with him. <laughs> <laughs> and J.J. Watt left with the Waddish. Yes. <laughs> and one of the teams J.J. Watt is interested in going to is the Cleveland Browns. Don't say oh, that. Oh, Lord. Don't say Boy. that. Is this true? Boy, yeah, Jer- yeah, Junior. One of the teams he's highly interested oh, in is the Cleveland Browns. Oh, no. Y'all bet not let that happen. Oh, he, he cannot sign with him. Y'all no, whole no, career. No, 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 no. I don't even no. know why y'all still in Houston. Y'all should all move. <laughs> For a bunch of reasons. Cause what I'm gonna do to Houston this year? Your baseball team done cheated. They can't wear them tags on their shirt no more. You 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 know they they mad about that. Westbrook left. Harden gone. Yeah. JJ Watt gone. Deshaun Watson wants to be gone. All three of your major teams, football, baseball, and basketball, is a catastrophe. It is. Now, Along with the governor's a loser. And your damn Ted Cruz that went to Cancun in the middle of the storm with his lying ass. <laughs> man, the hell going on. What right, else man. in sports, Junior? Yeah, well, I'll tell you one thing. We got to give a shout out to Coach Prime, man. Deion Sanders made his collegiate swag. Woo-hoo! Coaching debut at Jackson State. Beat right. Edward Waters 53 to nothing. Woo-hoo! And uh, also, Shalakin. former quarterback Troy Aikman showed up to support his man. Deion Sanders, man, is his first. So congratulations, Prime. You know, mm-hmm. 53 no, and 0. Prime. We ain't mad at you. Uh, Saturday, we start calling Prairie View in Grambling State. Prairie View not doing well from last season either, huh? So we have a lot of sports. Uh, whatever. I, I ride with purple and gold. I ride with us too, but I know we ain't. I ride with purple and gold too, but ain't got a damn thing to do with PV. <laughs> <laughs> But that's oh, cool. Swack so, is back and Swack Prime is, back. is doing it. Yeah, yeah Prime did a cool. great job, man. So that's 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 all right, Dan. We proud of you, man, for bringing attention to these talented players that's in the Swack, man. Yes. We're going to get some eyes for these guys, man, and hopefully they can get themselves to the NFL, man, a better shot in the Swack, man. So I'm proud of Prime for doing that, putting it, putting the attention on yes. black universities, HBCUs, yeah. man. Yeah. That's you might as well be right. proud of Prime and them HBCUs. Cause you ain't got a damn thing to be proud about in Houston. Yeah, I can tell go. you that. Oh yeah. my gosh! Everybody oh, wants out. I don't even know. Even God, the snow man. wants to get out of there now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we got too many issues. Cold ass weather. Say, well, we done cracked all the pipes. Let's get out. <laughs> Oh, my God. Thank you, Junior. Coming up at the top of the hour, what's the hardest thing you've had to give up? We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, so it's Lent season, uh, and that means, you know, many are going to follow tradition, a lot of it's religious tradition, and give something up. So I got to ask the guys, uh, what's the hardest thing you're going to give up or that you've had to give up for Lent or for whatever reason? Meat. Uh, Jay, you want to? Oh, Junior, you're going to start? You, meat. Junior? Junior? Uh, junior? I gave up meat. meat. That, that whole vegan diet, I ain't built for it. That was the hardest thing. 21 days of no meat. Just best. Yeah. That's, that's pretty difficult. Can't have. Really? I gave you. up. I, I kept. I kept meat, but I gave up the skin of meat, like chicken skin, so I'm not eating the skin. That way I could still have meat in my, because I, Lord knows I'm not giving up mm-hmm. yeah. meat I got right one now, but I will. I can go 21 yeah. days without chicken skin, yeah. 
See what you gave up on. I'm I'm keeping the meat and the skin. Uh I'm giving up the season that go on it. Oh, Oh. no. You got to have seasoning, Steve. Mm -mm. You got to have seasoning, Steve. It's bland. Yeah. Yeah. It's just bland then. Yeah, here another thing, the hardest thing I had to give up on was the truth. (laughs) Telling the truth. I gave yeah. that up. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, it was hard, but, but hey, life man. has been good. Welcome. Yeah. yeah. Welcome, <laughs> dog. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. It's hard, though. I don't yeah. understand how hard it is. The no, pressure. I'm not going to ever stop lying. It is lying. so hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's no way in hell. I'm, I can promise you that. And and that's the truth right there, right? Right. That is the truth. I'm not going to ever stop truth. lying. I'm not going to ever stop lying. You don't. As a matter of fact, I pr- trust me, you don't want the truth for me all the damn time. Yeah. You really don't. Yeah. <laughs> you really don't. Uh, Ain't no need us doing that. Ain't no huh. need us doing that. It don't make uh-uh. no sense. Mm-mm. No. 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 No, it can't do. And then uh, why ask you if you know I'm going to lie? That's what I don't understand. You, yo, you know. Cut this question out, Jay. Tell yeah. me the truth. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not finna get that. Don't even, don't even come Listen, at me. I ain't going to get mad. And don't Just even tell say. Me the truth. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to get mad. Just tell me the truth. Hey, you falling you, for that. I ain't that stupid. Nobody that stupid. You can't even go a day without lying about no. anything. Oh, no. Steve, you lie every day. Every, every day? Every single day. Seven days a I, week. I can't imagine <laughs> telling the truth every damn day. <laughs> can't imagine. And that's the truth. I, I, I can't imagine not lying to somebody. <laughs> I got seven kids. Every day. Let me tell yeah. you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. This is this is a true okay. story. This happened last week. One of my uh-huh. aunts, she's she's suffering from mm-hmm. Alzheimer's, but she get on your nerve because she called you with a lot of questions. Uh-huh. And she asked. She said, "Do you uh-huh. know so and so?" I said, "Uh uh-uh. uh." And that was my first cousin. I said, "Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't know him." Because if I ask him, yeah, it's gonna be some more questions. <laughs> it's gonna be a more, more questions. Yeah, I, told, I lied right to her. Show sure did. No, I don't know him. She didn't even know me. But I found out. I found a way not to lie, Steve. This is a great way not to lie. I don't when even want to hear. Ask the question. <laughs> you got to hear it. You got to hear it, Steve. Okay, Check it out. Go ahead. When you ask the question on text, when you ask the question on uh-huh, text, uh-huh. I found the best thing to do is don't answer it at all and let them figure out what the hell the answer is. Now they will text you again, but don't even answer. Like if they ask mm. for money, just don't answer it. At all. That's the way I deal with it. <laughs> no, that's how I handle it, though, Jay. Hey, man, you give my text. Uh-huh. No. What text? <laughs> are, we, are we lying at this point, too? <laughs> yeah. And I got, and, and, and I got, hey, man, and you know how you, you can set it up where you know if people open your text and read it or not? Uh-huh. I got all yeah, that on my phone blocked. <laughs> he ain't doing that. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you can't so, tell. So I can open your this- message and you can't tell. But if it says delivered, if if my text to you says delivered, then I know you got it. No, I got it. It don't mean I read it. Uh, Right. Okay. Uh You can get it delivered to me. Uh Hey, because I'll show you in a minute. I can show you how many, especially when somebody emailed me. Let me tell you right now how many unread emails I got. Fifteen thousand three hundred twenty-four <laughs> unread emails. Yeah. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at twenty minutes uh, after. Right after uh. this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
So, uh, Duke of Ottingham, we got to say that it's official. I'm here, here, here this evening. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you for having me, Shirley. I haven't been on the radio in a while. Yeah, it's not just Morning, me, everyone. Morning, Hello, Duke. Morning. Wonderful, wonderful children. Yeah. So Max. I'm sure you- I'm sure you know, uh, Duke, that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are no longer working members of the royal family and their probation period is up. Now, the Queen's view is that members of the royal family can't be half in and half out, meaning they can't represent the Queen while also pursuing their own financial goals. Now, and uh, the other... Yeah, the other big news is that they've announced, Harry and Meghan announced that they're expecting another baby. That's so wonderful for the day. There's no way in hell I would have left the palace. <laughs> <laughs> Guaranteed income, servants, uniforms, everything, butlers, maids. I'd still be there. I wouldn't give a damn how uncomfortable Meryl or whatever her name is. <laughs> Megan Markle. Deal, deal with it. Stop reading the press. <laughs> Just well, like happy? social media. Are you happy about the baby? Are you happy about Very the baby? Very happy for the baby, but now that they're gone, I am the only Negro in the palace. <laughs> we'll have more. Fine with, fine with me. On the Steve Harvey Morning Show, coming up at 33 minutes. I ought to be in hour. line hear for ye, something. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, word has it that uh, Texas Senator Ted Cruz left his pet dog home alone when he and the family went to Mexico. Um, And, as luck would have it, our very own J. Anthony Brown has an exclusive Steve Harvey Morning Show interview with the family dog. Take it away, Jay. This is great. All right, right? all right, on the phone. So, first of all, do I call you Snowflake, Mr. Snow? Or uh, do I call you Snow? Which one is comfortable for you, sir? Well, you, uh, well, you just go ahead and call me Snow, because that's, that's, that's what I got. I got Snow. <laughs> what? Okay, all right. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, when did you know they were going to Cancun? I didn't have any idea they were going nowhere, you know, because I, you know, I hear that word around the cruise house a whole lot. What word was that? What word was that you heard around the house? Cancun. <laughs> You heard Cancun in the cruiser's house? A lot? Yeah, you know, seemed like every day, you know. <laughs> I'm done. Wow. Well, uh, well how, did you, how did you feel about the fact that, that they left you? How did you feel about that? What, what, well, I mean, like? you know, matter of fact, you know, I, I felt really bad. I mean, pardon the pun, but you doggone shame. <laughs> <laughs> The pun is accepted, and, and pardon the pun again, I wouldn't treat a dog the way they treated you. I really wouldn't. That was unbearable. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, were you, were the cruisers, because they left you, I didn't know, were they always standoffish like this? You know, did did you, I mean, were they always this kind of way with you? I mean, Well, you know, you know, you're talking about leaving me. You know, I, I, I really thought me and Ted were tight, you know. I mean, you know, we used to go on hunting trips. You know, we played fetch with the stick. You know, and then when his wife Heidi, you know, she ain't a looker, you know, according to Trump no more. But, you know, <laughs> She's a dog. You know, you know, but when she cooked something that he didn't like, you know, he give it to me. You know, just slide it under the table. I take care of it for him. 
I love the Whoa. dog snowflake. <laughs> I love this dog. They left. Well, when they left, did did they leave you any food? I mean, did they leave food for you to, to like mm-hmm. you know just? Yeah, yeah, they left kibbles. What they leave? Kibbles. You mean you mean kibbles and bits? No, they cheap cheap ass just left kibbles. <laughs> <laughs> No bits. No bits. Yeah. What no damn bits? They just kibbles. Just, kibbles. Just, just straight kibbles. They took the bits out of the kibbles and bits and Stacked left them the right kibbles. out of there. Damn. <laughs> damn. All right. Did they? Did they leave some water? No. 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 They had no water wash down them dry ass kibbles. <laughs> oh, snowflake. Coming up, it is our last break of the day. It is the last break of the day, and I think I speak for a lot of people. All right. It is time for you to go back to your own homes. I know I speak for somebody when I say that. Go back. And coming up the has broken. at 49 minutes after, <laughs> closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, our last break of the day. On this Monday, yeah. it's been a good day, yeah. right? It's Monday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. New week, mm-hmm. new week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's hard for me to come up with a closing remark today because, you know, today is my fast day. I fast mm-hmm. on Mondays. So what does okay. that mean? You don't Eat have the no energy? no food on Mondays? You, the whole day yeah. you go without just, anything? Just, just juice. I can only drink a green juice that has 50 calories in it. Mm. Now, now, how long have you been on this? For a week or two now? Oh, no, I haven't fasted for a week. Oh, no, no, no. I know you haven't fat. I mean, the program. No, I just have a new program that I've, I'm creating this program. Uh-huh. And uh, as it works for me, I'm going to start sharing it with everybody. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do a Facebook Live to invite people on to check it out. Mm-hmm. But it's a, it's a program that I have a name for it and everything. Hoodies, shirts. And it's for oh. people uh, that, uh, you know, that that want to still have it, you know. Why? Yeah. Yeah, you know, people in that age group of 45 and up, mm-hmm. you know, who ain't what they used to be, ain't as healthy as they used to be, ain't as quick, fast, twitch, fast twitch muscles gone, testosterone levels is switched up on you fellas, ladies, sometimes you're going through that, you know, that hot flash phase of life mm-hmm. and, all of that. I'm just been discovering a lot of stuff. What, wait, hold up. Wait. Now, women out there with the hot flashes. I ain't got nothing shot. for you. Okay. Yeah, I can't what you bring it up. I'm like, I what? was bringing up the age group <laughs> where these oh. things start to happen. Notice I said men's testosterone levels is dropping. Mm-hmm. Women experiencing hot flashes and stuff. That age group right mm-hmm. there. Okay. When those um, things start happening, it affects us. Yeah. It affects our psyche. It affects our ability to lose weight. Mm-hmm. It affects our energy levels. Your our libido mood. is affected. Yes. Mood swings. Yes, mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you got to start taking care, better care of yourself. That's and I've true. been finding ways to do that. So, you know, I'm going to share it with people. Say, I'll drink go a ahead, man. bunch of green drinks for the <laughs> Man. Hot flashes and green drinks. I've, I've been like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but you're right, Steve. Aging. You know, as you yeah, It is, man. Thing, man. Mm-hmm. And you know yeah. what we got to do is I got to get people, because I'm 64, man. Yes, you are. And it's, it's harder to lose weight. 
you know, and it, and it's just some things that we have to start looking at and considering. And I want to be the person that inspires people to right. at least start moving. Right, because within our race, there's that saying, I know you guys have heard it, black don't crack. Right. Which means we look great on the outside, you know, good skin, all of that, you know. But on the inside now, it's a whole nother story because we do suffer from high blood pressure, Steve, from diabetes, you know, um, heart disease, all of these things. So um, we we need things that help us from the inside out as well, Uh you know, from definitely Mm -hmm. deal with the the inside. Black, Mm -hmm. Black don't crack, but it will lock up. It will completely <laughs> put you out. It will, it will, you won't be able to move certain things. It might not be yeah. cracked, but it will damn sure lock the hell up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's generous of you to share the things that you found because, you know, you have access to a lot of the things that maybe the average person doesn't have. Right. And a lot of times when you talk about health, Steve, people think that it's so expensive and they can't do it and all of that. So thank you for sharing. You know, yeah, you're man. a youthful looking 60. Yeah, oh, most uh, definitely. Steve, oh, yeah. very active. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. And you're so. young at heart. You're young at heart. <laughs> but yeah. that's, but you know, but you know, but that's laughter. Mm-hmm. You know, good that's for the soul. That's laughter, and and but it's other things that you can do. You know, you know, you know. You have to. Um, it's it's just some steps. You you can fight aging, man. Mm-hmm. You don't have to just sit there and let old age come take you away. Mm-hmm. You don't. And yeah. so many people sit there. And let free radicals build up in their body, and next thing you know, man, they just they they rusting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you're right. retired, you're sitting there, you're just rusting, and you're not practicing getting up right. You're not doing the little things, man, that can help you stay young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And build up your immune system, and, and, oh, and yeah. be able to fight. A better yeah. way of fighting, yeah. yeah, a coronavirus mm-hmm. and all other diseases as well. You know, it's it's all of it, all of it working together. Your health is. I, we haven't learned anything else in this last year from 2020. Yeah. Health, health wow. is wealth. Health, health is, is wealth. Health is wealth. Health is wealth. Because if that you're not right, sure. <laughs> you got to take care of yourself. You have to. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yes, sir. Yeah, but that's so, the program I'm coming up with. You know, I'm gonna make mm-hmm. sure that uh, I share it with people, and people, you know, just mm-hmm. get a get a good shot at taking better care mm-hmm. of themselves. I mean, yeah. you think about Jay and what you've gone through. I mean, you know, and you're still here. You're still yeah. fighting a good fight. I mean, still kicking. Yeah, you know, and I think yeah. Steve's right. It ha- laughter has a lot to do yeah. with that. You know, laughter. Really- yeah. We laugh every day, every, every single day, day. at something, you know, and a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't see anything funny. Yeah, no, right. They see nothing funny. Everything's mm-hmm. so serious. Yeah, ain't nothing. You gotta have nothing fun. funny there. Right. Yeah. yeah. What are you laughing at? Why? Why is that funny? <laughs> <laughs> Just bitter. Ooh. <laughs> Angry. Yeah. Angry. Oh, well, shit. you can be bitter and laughter too. Now, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold up. <laughs> hit a nerve. We hit a nerve. Is that right, bitter man? Yeah. <laughs> really not. 
<laughs> Thank you, guys. Hey, y'all have a uh, nice day. Talk to God, everybody. He'd love to hear from you. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 